This episode of Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone Podcast is brought to you by Vox, HPT Human Performance Technology. Athletes want and need safe, natural, and legal alternatives to achieve maximum performance. Vox Life HPT has harnessed the power of neuroscience and neuroactivation through their innovative and proprietary brand of athletic, wellness, and lifestyle socks, insoles, and 24-hour wearable neuro patches. There is a tech pattern or code on the bottom of the sock and insoles that stimulates neural points in the bottom of the foot, eliciting a signal through the central nervous system to the midbrain, creating homeostasis or equilibrium in the midbrain. Like doing a control, alt, delete. It helps the brain reorganize and maximize your neurology. The midbrain is responsible for automatic functions such as balance, stability, strength, and power, range of motion, flexibility, mobility, and pain modulation. Seven to nine seconds is all it takes to reach the midbrain. It's Fox with two X's for sports enthusiasts. Increase in stamina, increase in endurance and recovery, increased energy, stability, and power output. Adds 20% more efficiency to your workouts, increased agility and flexibility, increased freedom of movement and range of motion, increases power generation and output, maximize reps and workload, 8% improvement in time, executed force, 17% more eccentric force, Safe, affordable, non-invasive, non-electrical, no contraindications. Drug-free, stats on performance through independent studies at California Sports Institute, the Golf Lab, and Leuna Labor Organization. All information will be located on our podcast website, twofitcrazies.com. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Welcome back from Boston, (laughs) Brian. Oh my goodness. How are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling pretty beat up, Conti. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah. I'm I'm feeling uh, like I, like I ran every bit of that twenty six point two plus some, and uh, you know it was a it was uh, twenty nineteen Boston was one for the ages. Hey, I'm pumped. We're both alive. How are you feeling? Everybody made it. Everybody made it. Survival. No. Nope. Did you get a medal? Uh, heck yeah. I did too. I think I have it in my on me in my car. I put it in my car right, up yep. on the illegal, like you know, hung it from my <laughs> mirror because I actually got pulled over once and I had like a, a medal from something on there and the police officer was like, you know, you're going a little bit fast. Blah blah. He's like, are those medals? And I'm like, why well, yes they are, officer. He's like. Oh, you did the blob. And I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, okay, just slow down next time. Yeah. I'm like, thank you, New York City Marathon, whatever it He's was. like, you do everything fast. I'm like, sorry. Um, so this is a special episode. It is episode 98 yeah. of Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast. Like, right. Like, subscribe. Leave That's a it. comment. Leave reviews, comments, so, subscribe, all that. Both of us were up, once again, little reunion, up in... Boston, the place of magic, the best marathon, you know. It's the best. It is. Isn't because it you got to like, qualify. It's the most elite runners in the world are up there. And just the, the spirit of the town. And, and you know, and we always say like in, in New York, it, when the New York City Marathon is, is going on where there's 50,000 people, you know, running through the streets of New York, you can be, you can be one block away. And not even know that there's an event happening in New York City because New York's just right. crazy, mm-hmm. right? You can be right. you can be on like Second Avenue, and not First Avenue. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. Like you could be downtown and have no idea anything. In Boston, there's just there's, I mean, there's just no denying the whole that there's city a, shuts down. Everything's Patriots running. Day. 
You get the Red Sox playing. Actually, the Bruins were in town. Uh, the Celtics. Celtics was, playoffs. Was oh my the gosh! Before Bruins playoffs was going on. You know, Red Sox do their thing on Patriots Day. They play that 11 o'clock game, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an 11 o'clock start. The marathon itself starts. Women start at 9.30. Men start at 10. Uh, you know, and it's just... Jets are flying. Oh, Helicopters yeah. are going. The streets are... Pa- I mean, literally, it's... I think there's nothing like it. The, the race course on Boston, let's say, unless there's like a major storm, the race course is is really, I think it's better than New York City. It's better than Chicago. It's better than any of the major, you know. Uh, there's no, there's like, there's just no two ways about it. I mean, it is, like I've been saying, it's because, um, you know, Tiger Woods was playing at the Masters the day before and mm-hmm. he won and it was a big story and all this stuff. And like you're looking at it and it's like the Boston Marathon is Augusta National. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, mm-hmm. right, and and I get to play around too, right, and you get to play around, and we all get to play around, and there's like twenty eight thousand or so people that get to run on the very same course, right. I can't play Augusta National on Sunday, right, right. I can't play Game Seven of the World Series. I can't be on the field at wherever Yankee Stadium and and participate, right. I have to watch it, but not at Boston. Boston, it is the greatest thing in the world. The, the the fans are, you know, they're, they're rowdy. They're ra- they're very rowdy, Brian, but they're they're Brian, knowledgeable. They're, I, you know what? By the end of the race, I'm going to be honest, and this was great because there's so many good stories and good things going on. It, obviously, marijuana is legal in Boston. <laughs> I smelled for, it in, everywhere in, in Massachusetts. <laughs> I I think halfway through the race, I was like, "Am I running or am I riding on a unicorn?" It was. Fans, you guys were uh, spectators. Were really partying hard this year. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, they're always like I, out there drinking and partying. But I was like, "There's wow, okay, man." It was uh, it was pretty funny. I definitely smelled some right? too. Yeah, no, no, no without some, a doubt, some, no, a lot. I remember that in New York though too. I remember running through yeah. like um, uh, Green uh, Green Point, Brooklyn, somewhere in Brooklyn, uh-huh. and just being like, "All right," because you know everyone's just out on the street. You know, barbecuing. This was different this year though. I, I love. Um, Maybe you were ahead of me, so they were like a little. Yeah. Maybe they're still waking up when you ran festive. through that twenty minutes ahead of me yeah. or whatnot. Holy moly! But it was you know great stories. Right. The um, I don't know about you, but I woke up that morning. First of all, I was praying all night because obviously everyone knows. Last year, I, you know, I went down at you know before mile ten, just complete hypothermia, shaking, couldn't feel anything. It was bad. Like it was up on the top five worst days of my life last right. year. Like right. inconsolable. You know. I, Yelling obscenities in the med ten. I'm better than this. This whatever. And um, again, I wasn't feeling good last year. I'd started chemo again like a couple weeks before. But I was like, no, no, no. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, it wasn't fine <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. So this year, I had totally mind f to myself because you're it, no it, matter it consumed what. You. I no could matter tell. what. I was just so you have that trepidation of like. You know what? I failed the last time at this, and I don't want to fail again. It was such a crazy day. I I, I get it. I get it. And and we'll get into my story of the right. race today. So, uh, but you know, but it's you. You have this, you know, kind you, of like you have expectations, right? So I knew that this year going in, and that's the way I roll. Like, and you make fun of me for the guy roll up with my coffee cup and my Facebook live. I gotta be calm. I like, hey, let's just have a good time and then see what happens. Whereas, you know, I'm like, all right, I just have to get back into that. This is a good experience. We're both healthy enough to make it to this line and it's the story that you get to that line right. and now what's great is that once you get to that line literally it was a, actually a downpour in a monsoon the morning with lightning bolts on the way out there was crazy when I got up I, yeah. and I'm like mother nature I said, this is not funny <laughs> like this is not funny although it was about 25 degrees warmer, warmer. yeah I'm standing, early too it got warm early standing there at Boston Common trying to get the bus to up to Hoppington for those of you guys who don't know you take the, these school buses and it's like an hour ride it's really kind of fun and it's just downpouring and I actually said to the people online I'm like hey anyone got a raft we should go whitewater rafting down the street yeah. it was like did, was it like that when you were there it, it was crazy they actually made I, I, was, I was sitting towards the front end of the bus Normally in years past, I, I take the 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 uh, coach from the Cambridge Running Club has like a thing. It was like thirty five bucks, and and you could take the coach. Like it's like a, a a nice bus with a bathroom on it, and mm-hmm. you know, a comfortable bus. And and I've taken that out there. It's one of the reasons why I stay in Cambridge. Christine and I stayed at the same hotel uh, again this year, and uh, and 
I ended up the, the bus was full. I couldn't get on it. So I took the yellow school buses. So I was there early. I wanted to get out. I had to drop a bag off at my sister's uh, place. My, my whole family was up there. It was awesome, uh, as was yours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I get up there, and you know, I get to the bus, and we're all heading out. And uh, you know, I was on one of the first buses probably to leave to get out of Boston What time Common. did you get up? Like 4 a.m.? No, nah, I mean, I couldn't sleep at all, so I was up. I was up for sure. Um, and I, you know, I, was, I was out there. I was at Boston Common by probably quarter after 6 Wow. Yeah. But that's okay. I'd rather was, be out there. I was still sleeping, Brian. I, that's I believe so you. I roll. <laughs> I believe you. I, I, it actually worked out really well. Yeah. But when we were driving out, it was torrential downpour and lightning. There was mm-hmm. lightning. It was like the whole thing was flashing up. The bus, it was just, you know, one of those yellow school buses. I was like, what you got, Mother Nature? <laughs> what you got? Give me those lightning bolts. The uh, windows were fogging up in front of the driver. Uh, and like one of the guys, I sat towards the front of the bus. And, uh, and one of the guys, the guy who sat right in front of me, kept getting up and wiping. He had a, a, a towel to wipe the, you know, the, the fog off of the inside of the window on the way out. You know, there's a school bus going out there. And then we heard over. That's the, reassuring. And then we heard over the CB. Uh, the, you know, the bus driver had the the CB, and she's and they said, um, you know, all buses have to pull over because there was something passing through. It was like a really crazy, like windy, and you can feel like the gust hit the bus, and and uh, you know it was moving around. So we we hung out on the side of the road with our flashers on for like probably ten minutes, and but there was. Buses, you know, in front of us, buses behind us. Everybody like got the call to, to pull over because it was it was pretty wild. I don't know if anyone else. I was yeah. in my hotel room actually at that time, and uh, there was a. I remember gusts just hit the hit the windows, and I I looked to my husband and I'm like, oh God no! I'm like <laughs> really? I'm like this is a joke. However, after last year, Christine over here had the full poncho, full poncho. Totally punch. I had another heat sheet around it, my belt around that, I had a couple layers underneath that, feet in bags. Yeah. I was happy and warm, dry yep. as a clam. I'm like, bring it. That's bring right. it. Bring it. I'm ready. I'll, I'll get the penguin suit. Well, we got this, you know, but still. So, all right. So let's let's go forward now. So we get to get to Athletes Fields. Now, what happens to the rain? All goes away. <sighs> all goes away. It's like, you know, it was, it was, Raining pretty good, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. I nothing. had to go use the porta potty, and it was and it was like nothing. And I had the same thing. I had ponchos. I had everything. I had like this throwaway, you know, waterproof jacket that mm-hmm. uh, you know that, that my brother in law had given me, and you know, actually found twenty dollars in his pocket. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I was like, now what do I do with this? So, uh, you know, it starts to get nice, and you know. I got there early, so this guy had a tarp underneath the tent, and he laid it out, and everyone kind of pulled up. I pulled up my corner, and he was kind enough to let us sit on it. The, the, the Athletes' Village is cool. I mean, it is. you got a bunch of nervous people wearing all sorts of funky clothing because they're just leaving it all there anyway. It looks like a homeless village. It, it's really. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's like you know, middle to upper middle class people who look like homeless people. It's like a gigantic... Who are elite athletes, too. Gigantic, like, thrift, thrift shop, uh, you know, fashion show inside this gigantic tent. So, and we're all totally clean. Like, no uh, one's drinking. Like, there's no sorts of anything negative. Right. It's hysterical. You see, like, the really stoic dudes, you know, they're all, you know, square face and just really, uh, you know, focused and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm just going to shut my eyes here and just, like, you know, forget about all this stuff. But I felt great. I felt great. I was. I knew I had a good dinner the night before with my sister and my niece, um, and uh, you know, was, I knew that everything was going to be good. I was happy that the weather was going to be, uh, uh, you know, okay. Um, I thought it might be a little warm. I knew that there was a potential though for a tailwind, and I was like, you know, this, this is really after the forecast that we had all week, which was you know more garbage in the Boston. Uh, Athletic Association was even making some concessions for the summer. Brian the, scared the hell out of me. The later I'm not gonna wave, lie. Some of the later waves. Whatever. You sent me a you sent me a Facebook page for it was like obsessive Boston uh, marathons weather seekers yeah. or something like that. Because I was interested. I, I had no interest in that. I like deleted it. I'm like, what this is the last thing I need. Um, so I did that. Um, and they you know, and, and everything's good. They call you up to the start. I had a plan. My friend Zach who I run with quite a bit. He was a professor here at Monmouth University for a long time. Um, he's now teaching up at the Coast Guard Academy up in Connecticut. So uh, I, you know, I'd known he's a very good runner. He's, you know, he's a two forty five guy. I think even less than that. He's like a two forty two marathoner. He's he's legit. Um, he 
as you know, he just kind of knew is this. He had tried to he had attempted to run Boston like several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year he got a stress fracture. He's from up there. He's from New England originally. Uh, so he, you know, he, he had a couple stress fractures last year. He was all scheduled to run, but his wife was due. Like she was gonna, they were gonna have a baby. So he ran one the week before, just saying I can't like get that close and and not. She couldn't hold it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's Boston. I mean, <laughs> what kind of hand do you have over there, man? Like, do something. Uh, so, yeah, so whatever. So, this was after, I mean, he's a very good New England runner who had never run Boston before. He had trained for Boston, he just never made it to the starting line. So, he was in, uh, so he had a friend, and we had discussed it. I was like, I'm going to try and find you. I was in Corral 1 4, uh, Wave 1, Corral 4. Everyone knows this is pretty, this is like the coveted, yeah. like, Almost elite top people. Right. I used my Philly time from last year, so I didn't, you know, I, I didn't use the, um, the time from this year, which would have put me a little bit further up, but I, I didn't really care, right? So I knew he was a good runner. I knew he wasn't probably, you know, he's not up to speed as far as what he does uh, usually. So I was like, listen, let's just get out there. We'll run those first few miles. He had another friend that's a very good runner too, and we mm-hmm. were like, let's just like try and – get through, you know, as much as we can together. I had confidence that he's, you know, he's excellent pacing and everything like yeah. that. Like it, it was good. It was like, you know, it's better to run with somebody if you can. So I go back, a, a, a corral. Yeah. So I was like in five or six instead of four, which I think it was, it, it turned out to be a mistake because as I get there and I meet him, we're in the corral, like, you know, national anthem and all the stuff's going off. They're sending off the wheelchair, uh, athletes and uh and he's like i gotta pee so bad like I, i'm so hydrated he's like i gotta pee and i can't get out of the corral so we go up like less than a mile into the race he's like i gotta stop i gotta pee oh, i was no. like well i'm going yeah See ya. so i moved back thinking that it was going to be a good opportunity to kind of buddy up and 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 work together which is always beneficial as far as i you know as far as i think and uh and you know we had similar plans. We were going to run around two, yeah. fi- run around mm-hmm. two fifty, and uh, and he was gone. And, and you know it was just on your own. And I think that because of that, I hit like more traffic than I would have mm-hmm. if I was two two corrals yeah. ahead of time. I, I definitely would have not had to navigate quite so much in the beginning, but ran well. I mean, I was running well. I was clipping off six thirty fives, and you know right around there. Not quite as fast as I wanted to be. But in Boston, that's good, right? I think that course is like I'd say to, it's kind of like it's a dirty mistress. People say right? like every year when I go up, I'm like, yeah, I know it's hard, but you forget, you forget how yeah. dirty that course is. And if you don't run it, what well, right, right? And it's you a, just and I always go out too fast, and that's fine because I bank a little bit of time. But then by the time you get, I'm just saying, always, always, always for everyone that's out there. There's different marathons. I get yeah. it. But when you're, when you hit, everyone's like, oh, Heartbreak Hill. Heartbreak Hill is not the problem. It's the four mountains before Heartbreak Hill. <laughs> then you get to Heartbreak Hill, you're like, oh, that's it? Because you're already dead from the four before where you're like, is this one Heartbreak Hill? Is this one it? You know, there's, it's, I think it's, you know, that's what's so dirty about it. That's your story. After Rolling Hills. And I'm like, whatever. It was man. all bad. It was all bad for me. Uh, long story short. It was not bad for you, Brian. It was a fantastic race for you. It was frustrating day. Absolutely. It was, but you finished and you're healthy yeah. because I was very concerned because my daughter's like, Brian, he slowed down. And I'm like, oh my God, has he hurt? Did something happened? And, and this is where we're going to get into a really good story because um, before we talk about this, and, and I don't know even know what it's like now because Brian's so famous. It's like crazy uh, right now. Jesus. It's so nuts. Like, I don't even know. So it was like a celebrity. And he's only a celebrity because he freaking did what he would normally do. And it's super awesome that someone just happened to take a picture and put it out there to the world that they just caught you in a moment. And I think that's freaking awesome um, because I went out there to me. I'm in Corral too. No Meb. Kofleski this year and I was like are you freaking kidding like I'm finally here with my camera like ready to go you got Jimmy it's, Johnson I got Jimmy though. Johnson they're like and Jimmy Johnson I'm like where's man dude Jimmy Johnson he, ran his ass off he did he, he ran a did. 309 you know That's I'm a, like it's insane I thought he was just thrown in our corral and yeah. I was like I, I go to the guy next to me he was a red bib I go is he um like okay for this or is he just they're like no 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 like you said like he qualified whatever 
Um, but I was, I was like, okay, I hope he's all right for this. You know, that was really cool. I saw like a bunch of Jimmy Johnson guys in hats, like, especially as you're going through like shocking rural Massachusetts, you know, you're coming down the country roads and there's like all these dudes in NASCAR hats and you know, that was their boy. He was was out there doing it. It was really cool. He did good. But yeah, so I did fine, you know, whatever. Um, I took my time, had a good race again, no PR. And I just want to throw this down here really fast. Only thing I'm going to say. Two years ago, I kind of did much more running training, and this year I did no running training. And uh, like, just wait be- till you hear this. Just like, because no, of like life, no running training, like, like none. Like the longest I ran was like a couple weeks ago. I went out and did like ten miles just to like whatever. No hills. I really was like, when I say that, people are like, "Are you prepared?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think so." Um, but we're just going to see how it goes. Like, I, I was like, I should have done bets. Like, what's your bet? Am I going to die or is it going to, but I knew that after last year, I just wanted to have a good day. There's lots of odds on have the board some, there. Anything could have happened. You know, and I knew, you know, you just know yourself and I'm so in tune with my body and, and different things I do. Literally, I only ran 15 seconds slower this year than I did when I actually did some run training. Like 15 seconds. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, it's no insane. No PR or anything, but like I just went out. I could have run faster, but I didn't want to. Like I didn't want to, just wanted to enjoy the day, enjoy the experience and see my family. I went over and saw my fa- You know, it's like it, that was what it was about for me. That was my right. day because I knew that I needed to have a good experience because it was so bad last year. And I think that's kind of what what's so crazy. And we talked to Roberta Groner and, and the marathon is just such a special beast that – when you go out and you put pressure on yourself and, and something happens that you've got to turn it around and say, why am I really doing this? You know, when things go well, it's great. It's like when you're winning, like the coach is happy, the team is happy, right. but it's individual too. So, you know, when you're out there and something goes well, it's great. But when something goes wrong, it's really wrong. And you, again, you have two choices of like, is this going to bring me down? And I going to let this ruin my life? Or are you going to say, you know what? Brian, I'm going to ask you in a second, like, you know what? Maybe you didn't hit exactly what you wanted, but you hit some pretty freaking awesome shit happened to you. It was a good day in life. And again, for me coming through the finish line, I'm like, Brian, I'm, you know, and then hearing like, well, he slowed down. Is he hurt? Is he? And then hearing the story of what actually was going on. I think this is what not just marathons and racing, but this is what athletics and life is all about. And it's pretty freaking cool. Um, the one thing I will say is that I didn't eat a flavor ice. <laughs> they were good. They okay. were out there. I did take a flavor ice. I thought about it. I did because it was like ice and, and then I dump it down my back. Learn that in Iron Man. You always put the ice in your back and your chest. Um, I did take, I saw some guy with a bottle of Coca-Cola with cups and I'm like, you cup I, again the, the soda the flat soda like right, i had right. some of that i did take a stick of vaseline from a stranger <laughs> as well um and my favorite thing i have to say there was a lady please tell me you saw her my favorite thing of the race course she was dressed in some like outfit uniform on it was big hills i don't know which hill so many i can't pick so she's on the side and there's two guys kind of struggling a little bit running up this hill she's got a basket that's great she's got a basket in their letters and she hands these guys these letters they're two f's get the f's up the hill get the f up the hill i'm like i love it that was my i was like oh my god i i turned to these guys and i go get the f up the hill get it up the hill right now i love it i'm totally i've told my husband i'm like we're stealing that next year you're handing letter f's out for getting the f's up the hill get that f up the hill get that that's my poor 10 awesome. year old son I, he overheard the story he's like oh my gosh Mom, that's, oh my god i'm like do you know what that means he's like yeah He's like, that's pretty funny. I'm like, don't ever repeat that. But, but they, like, <laughs> so it's fun. kind of fun stuff. Yeah. But the whole the whole scene is wild. I mean, you go past all the colleges, and, and you know, I, I listen. My story for this race, I knew early, early. So you were killing it. I, I yeah. Let go. Me, let me. So I was running six thirties. I was running well, but I knew early that it was it, it was going to be a long day. I just knew it. I felt my body. I don't know why. I can't figure it out yet. I got a little bit sick. I got very sick actually last night, the, you know, the day after. So, you know, maybe I had a bug. I don't know. Whatever it is. But I was went from, 
you know, the goal was to run around 625s or 630s, you know, somewhere in there. And, and uh, you know, I just coming off my Philadelphia Marathon 248 where I ran, you know, six, uh, 625s or, or 626 there. And, uh, you know, and I felt as, you know, in as good a shape. Maybe just, you know, in hindsight, probably not in as in good shape. I don't think I get in good in as good shape in the winter times than I do in the summer. I just think that that humidity just is an extra level of, of toughness and, and, and just fitness too. Craziness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I put together a good block and I was ready to go and I did nothing different. I had, you know, regular dinners. I had regular everything. I just knew early that it was going to be a long day. Like by mile eight, I was like, uh, and that's early. Yeah. I, you know, mile eight, mile 10, usually mile 12. Those are easy miles because you're just hitting the pace that you've done. You know, you should be uh, pretty comfortable with. Um, so I was just like, all right, listen, like steal a couple miles here. Like let's steal uh, 10 and 12. Like let's just like have good, good, a good couple miles here. Whatever's going to happen is out there is going to happen anyway. Let's just like in my head is like a couple of good miles. I popped the goo. I had uh, Joan Samuelson, who was the uh, you know the 1984 Olympic gold medalist uh, woman, you know won the inaugural um, women's Olympic marathon, and she's a legend in Boston. She was out there. She run uh, 40 years ago. She ran a 2:32 marathon to win uh, in, in as a college kid. And her goal was to um, was to come within 40 minutes of that time. So Joni's out there, and I'm running like up to Wellesley, and like I look over and there's Joni. She's right there. I gave her a fist bump and I said, "Joni, have a great day." And you know, I was going. She I, she must have started with the elite women at 9:30 or a little after 9:30 mm-hmm. because I passed her, and she ended up you know getting what she wanted. She. She ended up running a 305 marathon. Yeah. She's 60 something years like old. That. It's just amazing. I love her. Um, you know, she's like, she was like early running days at the Prendergast household. We were big Joni fans, you know, like just that whole thing in 84 was a big deal. So like I'm there and I'm like, this is like incredible. I have this and then, and then you run at mile 12, you run into Wellesley, which is insane, mm-hmm. right? The tradition as we know in Wellesley is to kiss the girls and there's a big, huge, loud wall of sound or wall of screams, really. It's, cr- it's crazy. It's really pretty crazy. So I, you know, and I had a, I got a goo in me. So I, I picked up the, you know, I, I maintained my pace. So I stole those two miles, mile 14, uh, mile 13. I went through the half at 127, right? So I'm on like 254 pace. I'm, I'm doing it, but I know that this isn't going to really last all that long. Like I was just managing it. It was just like, I, I knew that the struggle was coming. So, uh, you, you know, you do all the things. You go to that big, long downhill near mile 16 when you, um, you know, right before you start the hills, the Newton Hills in Boston. There's four hills, miles 16 through 21. I love Boston. I love the whole thing about it. Like, Are you I love sure the there's not like 20 hills. Yeah. <laughs> the whole course rolls pretty much. Uh, and, and I, you know, the goal always, like you said, banking time, like banking time in Boston is a, is a, is a bad strategy. Right. For you, everything works for you. So I don't even care. Like everything like works for you. But, you know, the goal is to kind of have your legs underneath you when you get to the Newton Hills. And I knew that I didn't. So you make the turn by the firehouse and you start climbing mile 17. And I was like, that's it. I was like, it's that this isn't going to happen. I got nine miles until I see my family. And just let's just make the most of this and and just try and high five some kids. And and uh, and really I was I was struggling. Um, I was still hitting, like if you look at my splits, I was still, they were still decent I was still splits. like high sixes, yeah. but they, but now I'm hitting, hitting the hills yeah. and I was like, this isn't going, I needed to get the F up the hill. See, yeah, maybe you used need that. that basket, that woman. Um, so, you know, just, just managing. And then, you know, I knew exactly where my family was. My family was now mentally. What does that do for you? That's my question. I, do, are you like, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. My legs didn't feel real bad. My, my energy felt bad. I was laboring a little bit, you know, it was like, it, it was, it was a weird scene. I was probably just out of, out of juice. Think it was, do you think the heat or cause it was warmer or Could what? Have been. I, I, I thought about it a lot, you know, just what, what the heck is what happened and, and, uh, you know, what, what could I have done differently? I always do that, you know, um, even on good days, what can I, how can I do it better? Right. Right. Uh, like when we spoke to Roberta, how can I do this better? Right. right? Like I can know I could do this better. And, um, you know, so then, uh, I, you know, I was just kind of managing and, you know, and, and then, um, 
Boston's just amazing, though, you know? So, like, I actually stopped and walked, which is, I've never done that. I did it my very first marathon, and my first marathon was the only marathon that I've run, which is ever over three hours. Mm -hmm. So, I ran, you know, like 330 something um, in my first one, and all the rest of them have been 250s or that, you know, something, 250 something, or two, and the 248 in Philly in November. And uh, so I was like, man, like, so just trying to steal, like, a mile. Maybe I would split the mile up, I'd walk a little bit, Mm -hmm. I'd run it. I'd run as much as I can, and then my body was like, eh, man, you know, just walk. And you know, I was, I, it was, it was bad. But I was probably running like, I was probably running like eighty percent of the mile and right. walking the other twenty percent, like a little in the beginning and a little at the end. Uh, you know, if I came up on a tough hill, I just you know tried to manage it. Once you get up to the top of the hills, you got big long hit downhills. But Newton has great downhills, so. I was riding that as much as I could. You know, when I'm running those, I was you know in and around. Like seven flat, seven oh five, somewhere around there, um, but it wasn't working right. So, um, and then like then there was an eight minute mile, and then there's like, all right, this is yeah, this is how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You make peace with it. And uh, I was actually looking for Michael, your husband, at uh, mile twenty one mm-hmm. because I wanted him to text Maria. I wanted to text my whole family was there. My brother was there with his uh, and his wife and three kids. My sister was there with my niece. My wife brought my three boys up there, too. I knew exactly where they were. I knew that they were probably looking at their phones going, what's going on? Is he okay? And so I was looking for Michael at mile 21, and I wanted, her, I wanted him to just text Maria, yeah. my wife, and say, you know, listen, he's fine. He's, he's okay. got a smile on his face. Right. He's just going to be a little while, and everything's, you know, it's just not his day. And uh, it still is your day. It's still, I know. No, no, but you know, yeah, running I get wise, it. I get expectation it. wise, and what I trained for, it just wasn't going to happen. Right. Um, and you know, and and uh, I never really thought like that I was going to walk off the course or anything like that. Right. I was just going to do whatever I had to do to get home. And 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 I and I and the ma- most amazing thing happened. Like after you crest, uh, you know, I'm still probably at that point. I'm. You know, we go over Heartbreak Hill at mile 21. It's a very long, fast downhill uh, that you can kind of get back on it if you can. And I was my probably hips, at that my point. Hips were screaming I was shot. At that point. Yeah, I was probably like around three hour pace at that point, which is still right. Fantastic but in the grand scheme of things. I knew it was it was working yeah. backwards though. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna go back on it. Whatever. But I was getting so excited, and this is Boston because I love it and I love running. And I was getting so excited to see people who had it that day. Yeah. That were like flying. Mm-hmm. Like they like managed it. Well, they were having a good day at mile like 23, right. 24. And it's like, man, like this guy, like good for you, mm-hmm. dude. Um, and, and it was just, you know, it was really pretty exciting to, to have that. And, and as you get closer to the city and as you get into Brookline and, and you know, some of people the towns start picking it up too. And, and you're like, yeah. and, the, and the crowds are incredible. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the road are just stacked with crowds and it's loud. And you got the, the, uh, T, uh, car is, uh, the green line. And is they're waving your, at you the, as you, right. people to train. Yep, like, it's on your left hand side, the green so line, fun. and you can just kind of like cruising down and, and it's just such a wild party scene too, especially through Chestnut Hill and Boston College and all mm-hmm. that area. And uh, and I knew that my family was, you know, three miles away, yep. two miles away. All right, let's just get to them. I got there. I ran down. They're on Hereford. So everybody that, that, that knows Boston, you make a right off of uh, onto Hereford off of Common Ave. I heard your voice in my head. Get to Hereford, make your right on Hereford and your left on Boylston. Right on, in my head. Like right like, on Hereford, left on Boylston. That's the direction. There's only like three turns in the whole, four turns in the whole, whole race. And, uh, and, and I, I knew where they would be and I ran right up to them and I got hugs and kisses and I said, listen guys, I'm okay. Like it's all good. And, uh, and, you know, and then, um, you know, just said, you know, just they were all happy to see me. They were excited. My kids don't know anything about time. You know, the 10, right. 6, and 5. They, they, they were You're like, there's, superhero. there's dad. Yeah. So that was amazing. I welled up, you know, for sure, for certain there. So and, before and, uh, you get into Boylston Street real okay. fast. So what's interesting is that I was behind Brian. So, again, I don't know anything what's going on. I just, you know, good good run. So I actually made my turn on Hereford, left on Boylston, and I felt good. I had a, again, like I went out for a good, you know, smiling the whole time, picked it up and sprinted my way down Boylston because sometimes Boylston is 
not so exciting and good for people. So I'm like, I just want to have a good race where I can pick it up at the end. And that was my goal to, yeah. to run fast at the end because I like to feel good. And, um, so before like 500 feet, maybe before my finish, I see a guy on the ground just to give you an idea of what the marathon is like. And this has gone viral. It's all over the news. And about 500 feet before the finish is the man that was in the military. Right. He was not crawling. When I saw him, he was on his forearms, seal crawling, yeah, like dragging like army his crawl. body. Yeah. Like, you know, you see someone on the ground. And what's interesting is that for me as a runner, what I've learned is that, you know, I, you know I'm coming up behind him. And, you know, you're, you think to yourself, like, I should stop and help this guy. But, you know, I see, like, someone kind of walking off to the side and sees in bad shape and whatnot. But I think to myself, like, this guy doesn't want help. He doesn't want help. I couldn't tell what that guy, like, what does he do it to, to – I think he does it to – um, out of respect right. for the military people that he was that he had lost in his right. troops and all that. Because yeah. I'm like, do I stop and help and ask him to pick him up, or and and again when I saw some next, I'm like, no, he he doesn't want help. Yeah. So I kept going, and I'm like, you know, and then obviously his story went viral of of what's going on, but that's kind of the, the I mean, this is what happens. Like there there is a point where people get to where they get to the end and their body is just gives up. So I, what I didn't know was, I don't know what, 25 minutes before or, or whatever it was, or half hour before, whatever you were in front of me. Um, so before I knew that Brian was, you know, kind of, you know, not you can say it. at this, not at the, at the, you know, achieving his time that he thought, even though you still ran a freaking amazing race. Um, so what happened on Boston street, Brian? All right. So, uh, you know, Boylston Street's the best. You know, good day, bad day. You can you can turn onto Boylston Street and throw, you know, both hands in the air, double fist pump, and the crowd will go wild. Nuts. Like nuts, and you get goosebumps. And, you know, you can see the finish line, and it's like right there. And I think you've got about – it's about a half a mile or so, you know. I do I, that I, throughout I, the race. Yeah. Like, like I'll get the crowds yeah. going in every town. And, and uh, so – you know, I always kind of have done that. Like, there's been I ran two fifty three at Boston in the rain one year, and that was like an amazing. It was like the greatest race of my life to that point. And you know, it was like it's just kind of been like something that I've always like kind of done to like it's over. Like, let's like yeah. let's just get some crowd going, and like it's beautiful. And uh, so I'm I'm kind of I'm doing that, and uh, I come across where it says you know twenty six mile marker, so you got the point two left. Damn point, point yeah. two gets you every time. Yeah, and uh, and I look up and there's a guy in front of me and he's like really struggling. He's got the wobbles, like he was like doing the limbo where he was kind of sidewinding, like he was he was um, he was hurting, and he still had you know point two, you know almost a quarter mile to go uh, to get over the finish line. And I was running, you know, just happened to be there. I mean, there's thousands of people streaming down the road at that point. And I kind of came up to that guy and somebody else did it almost at the same time. And, um, you know, I just kind of put my hand on his back and just to kind of like keep him upright because he was moving forward, but he was, he was definitely wobbling and he was leaning and, you know, he, he was, you know, I said, come on, buddy. Like we're right there. And, and, uh, you know, like, let's just keep moving. He wasn't out of it. He was just, he was just, he, not, was lucid. He, he wasn't talking, but he was, you know, he was just like, we were moving towards the finish line. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, then we're walking and the other guys there and we just kind of have my hand underneath his armpit just to kind of hold him up. And, uh, the, the other guy did the same thing and we just were, we're like, you know, we're just got him. And then his, like the crowds are like, come on, buddy, you can do it. They're screaming. They're, one woman, you know, like it, it, then his legs started to go out from underneath him. So I took his arm and I put it over my shoulder and he did the other uh, arm and the, the other guy had, that was on to the right, um, had his arm over the shoulder. So we were, now we're like carrying this dude and his legs are just getting worse and worse. We're not quite dragging them, but you know, it was like, it was like, it was close. It was like having a, it was like having, you know, a drunk buddy <laughs> again, you know, it was one of those deals. And, uh, the dude needed some help and, you know, like one woman is like leaning up at the, at the railing and, you know, and she's just like, fuck yeah. Like it was like one of those <laughs> moments and I'm, you know, and I'm, I mean, look, I'm 
26 miles into this thing too and i had a miserable day and you know as far as what i had expected and uh you know and i'm like yeah fuck you like i'm yelling (laughs) back it was just like crazy and um you know and and we keep going and the medics are there they're at the finish line like we were walking towards them i don't think that he was in like terrible he was in distress he was he was definitely bad but we from were, the pictures it was not a pleasant experience like a pleasant so, time so we were taking him towards the finish line and uh and they we got him over the finish line and the medics were right there they had the wheelchair and all that stuff and they were like you know the guy was like all right he's out um please let him down slowly and you know then they were right there and they took him and i just kind of like went on my way and you know you just kind of funnel right. through the the finish shoot and um and it was just like I was like wow that was weird but it was you know it was kind of like I, I it was it was strange right like it was just like ah, I hope he's okay and you know just kind of like I glanced back and I looked and I see and then I saw Joni again at mm-hmm. the at the finish we've like finished like right there um and uh so that was it like I just kind of went and got my medal Got my family. I went. My sister's hotel was right near the finish, so I just kind of went over there. I sat in front of the hotel for like a half an hour before they even got there. Uh, you know, couldn't eat. Was uh, you know, was just sipping waters and just trying to feel detox. Yeah, just kind of feel good. And uh, and that was it. And then you know, they said that, like you know what what was it like. I said I said well you know it's kind of crazy. We helped this guy over the finish line. It was just like that was it. You know, I didn't really think anything of it because you wouldn't think anything of it. That's yeah. you though. Like. And and for many people that they wouldn't do that, but for some people that's I mean this is humanity. Like you're right. you're showing the goodness of humanity. Of like if, when you see the picture that's gone all over the place, it's a very religious imagery there. You know, like you're, <laughs> you got the disciples here, like you know, week before Easter coming and you know helping. Uh, so so what happened there? You know, like I said, it was just kind of like the story. Like even when I texted people, you know, like there's a good job. You know how it goes. Like you know, it was pretty cool. We kind of got this guy over the finish line and that was it then we're driving i'm driving home uh i left and we were back my went to my brother's house we packed up the car and we're driving home my wife is driving and and we're driving and uh my brother texts me and he's like you got to see this this is on boston.com mm-hmm. and he sends me the picture and it's us helping this guy over the finish line and it's an associated press photo and you know it says brian prendergast of brick new jersey and the other guy was from one guy was from canada the guy who we were helping was from georgia and they had names and everything because our bibs were shown and you know i didn't i thought they asked you no 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 i had no idea that a photo was even was even taken like at all and then i was like wow that's pretty cool yeah. i guess you know it was like you know and i felt that's really cool i felt i felt for the guy though because in the picture it was right at the finish line we're like right there and he was he, we were at that point his legs were behind him and we were he was you know we were, had his arms over our shoulders and we were just really taking him right to the medics and uh we were kind of dragging him and it was just, you know, I'm sure it's like a tough way to see yourself, right? So, like, I, I was like, oh, man, I hope he's all right. I hope, who is this guy? I hope he's all right. Mm-hmm. Since his name was there, you know, like, I looked up on Facebook, uh, you know, and I saw his profile, and I was like, should I message this guy? Like, I just want to make, you know, yeah. I, just, I hope he's okay. Um, and uh, I didn't do anything. Like, that night, we're driving home and all this stuff, and I, I just like, you know, what? I'm just going to leave him be. Who knows? Like, I just hope he's okay. Right. And... um and the next day, I got a couple messages from friends of his. You know, thank you for helping him over. And and then um, yesterday morning, or in the morning, I got a message from him, and he thanked me. And you know, it was just like I, we, we left it very. It was very brief. Yeah. It was like you know, he's like you know, thank you for helping me. Uh, you know, I spent some time in the hospital, but I'm okay. Probably just fluids. You know, you get dehydrated or whatever. It was it was warm. It was definitely a warm day. Um, so it hits the Facebook, the Facebook, the picture, and, uh, you know, people like to share it. And the next thing you know, I, like, I, I shut my eyes for a few minutes on the drive home and I, I look and, and then I look at Facebook after and it's like, you have 85 red flag, you know, there's like 85 hits or messages or whatever. I'm like, holy cows. And like, people are sharing it and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> It's cool. It, it is. You know what? It, and I have to say, you know, for for you, for for me, like a lot of times we go out and we we do things, and and some of it is you do it for your yourself. We go out, we run because 
it helps us mentally and it's a good thing. Right. And I've struggled with this before where you don't want to exploit yourself. And there's been races where I've gone out and not told anyone and done them. And in hindsight, people have said, no, we want to know because we, we like to follow you. We like to, people love a story and they want to be inspired. And I think that that's something for, for you and to see this picture, like you're not that person who's going to go like pump themselves out and stand and be like, I'm so awesome. And, but I think people want that and they want to cheer for you and they want to be inspired and, and see that, you know what? Yeah. That this is someone doing the right thing. There's so much bad in this world that like, look at how awesome this is. And I want to share positive. Maybe you didn't get your PR at Boston. Who gives a shit. Like you didn't get a PR, but like right. you got to run with Joni. You got to, you know, ex- you know, help this guy where you didn't even think about it. You just did it. And that's, what's so cool is that, you know, you share these stories and people ask themselves like, yeah, like I, like you said, pay it forward then. Yeah. Well, maybe some people are going to pay it forward that didn't do it before. And that, that was the thing. I mean, the, that's the, what this was, is about. You know, people are saying things about how they, you know, they inspired them and I'm a class act and all these things. And, and, and true. you know, well, okay. And, you know, I just, it was, it was awkward. the thing that, that, that I really think about it and, and, you know, is that I wish it never happened. Right. I wish that that guy had a great day and we never met, right? I know. I wish that that mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, if it's not him, maybe it perhaps would have been somebody else. But uh, his name's Matt, and he you know he's got a family. I could see it. Like yeah. he's got kids and stuff. You know, and it's just like I just wish that um, you know I wish that that he was just one of the other twenty eight thousand people there, and we never interacted with each other, and he had a great day, and uh, you know, and 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 that was that. Um, you know, it wasn't any intention to set out and inspire people or heartwarming or humanity or any of these things that like people were hitting me with. And, and, and for me, it was very humbling, right? Cause it's still like, we're two days out today and like, I woke up this morning and there's like 20 something messages, right? And, and people are just like sharing people I don't even know mm-hmm. are sharing it. Um, you know, there, there's been a couple of people were like, you know, you did the wrong thing uh, by, you know, you should have called the medics over and like, like whatever. Like I did, you know, I was like, I don't, that's not I don't, the marathon. I don't though. freaking that's... know. Uh, there were a couple of people that, that, you know, were, were saying that, you know, it's a great picture, but, and uh, whatever, I just did what I did. I don't, I don't know. Um, but and, what, uh, put yourself in that position. You never know what you're going to do. If someone's going down in front of you and you're trying to PR most likely. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to help that person. Or are you going to step over them and keep going? I mean, it's, there's, it, it's, 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 uh, you don't it, know, it, you know until it, you're in that position. And it kind of wrapped up the day, right? Like it was a bittersweet day, right? The time, you know, you get that Boston marathon medal and, 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 you mm-hmm. know, this is my third Boston by now. And, and there's nothing better than that. And I show it to my kids and they don't know that I didn't run as fast as I've done in other ones. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, you know, and, and, and it's like, and my family doesn't care what I run and they're all there. And it was just amazing. They, have, they all have Prendergast running club shirts. So there's like these pictures of them, you know, they're my crew was, I said, my crew was the best yeah. crew in all of Boston that day. And, uh, and you know, but it was bittersweet. I had hoped to do better. Right. So, and the same thing with this guy, like there's some, you know, the, the picture and all the stuff that's kind of gotten some legs here. Um, you know, it, it is nice. It, it is, you know, it is something that, that happened. And, you know, I guess it's nice to hear people say nice things about you mm-hmm. um, and, and have it be a thing. Uh, but at the same rate, it's bittersweet because you wish it never happened, right? I wish that Matt had a great day. Right. And he, I wish he PR'd. I wish everybody PR'd, you know? And um, and it just doesn't happen. I mean, the... the, the uh, it, it, That's life. Catherine Switzer, who was the very first female, not the very first, but the most um, um, on record for being the first woman to ever run Boston. Boston back in the day was a men's only race. And there was, you know, the the old boys club um, that uh, which is another parallel to uh, the masters that I always like to say. Um, And and uh, she says, you know, if you're losing faith in humanity, go watch a marathon. Mm -hmm. And it's a famous quote of hers. And, uh, you know, I've posted that on Facebook before. And it was just one of those things. I, You know, wasn't much thinking involved. And it actually happened very quickly. And three days later, four days later, you know, or three days later, the, the... the hits are still coming, you know, the Facebook posts and like my kids PTA posted it. Um, uh, they, the, you know, the, and they're proud of you and that's cool. And that's what it is. Right. So guess what? 
you did you did something that it's you just, would normally do yeah. and you get to be and people see that i just think it's neat that you know what this is who you are and just because of who you are that is very you know you should be proud of that and that's it and that's yeah. where i think that just you know humbling you know, you know humbling cool. to hear people say these things about you like i'm and and i'm and it's not like my my uh my eulogy <laughs> you know what I mean? like it's like it's like all right but you know that's the truth and, and look there is the reality to it you know i i've 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 quit you know jobs that left me unsatisfied mm-hmm. and, and and my goal in life is to help as many people as i possibly can this is why we're doing what we're right? doing that's to exactly try and inspire what people. we're doing that's why you do what you do and i know that you would have done the same and 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 you know i and i and i have put things aside where I do want to help as just as many people as I can in any mm-hmm. way, shape or form. And, and, uh, and you know, that's all I was doing and it's just kind of, uh, interesting. And like, I said, you know, Hey, it was a wild ride. Boston 2019 was, uh, awesome. Uh, and it was awesome for you. We didn't even talk about you. We're good. What did you, you run? I was chemo free this year, feeling a little bit better and, it just out there to enjoy the day. That's it. That was what did, what did you run? What was your time? 2.13. 2.13. I ended up running... No, you didn't run 2.13. Oh, I mean 3.13. 3.13. I actually ended up running... Imagine I would have like won. <laughs> I, I ended up running 3.12. Yeah. Welcome to the mortal world. It, you know? You never know. You still never did, know what's going to happen. Still didn't beat me. Oh, it's fine. You, you do a <laughs> hell of a lot of running, Brian. We're going to uh, leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. It's crazy. All good. It's crazy. So, so I, we, you know uh, what? Here's the deal, though. What? What do we do? We'll go back next year. Cause KFG? Cause keep, <laughs> KFG. Keep going. Um, uh, we're going to get the F up the hill. And Oh, I can't wait to bring the Fs. Cause like Des, All the Fs are getting up the hill. Because like Des Linden says. Keep showing up. You keep showing up. And there's nothing better than the Boston Marathon. Nothing. A- anything else is like, you know, like. It's awesome. Yeah. But you got to experience Boston, that whole I mean, city. It's, it's amazing. It's Woodstock and anything else is like going to see your kids recorder concert at the, <laughs> the local auditorium. Hot <laughs> right? cross buns. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yankee doodle. Yeah. Like New York's really cool and New York's a great yeah. marathon and the energy yeah. is there. It's, 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 and the race course is just so awful. I mean, amazing. <laughs> in Boston. In Boston. No, it's great. It, it's just, it's, it's really great. It's, it's a legend. And, yeah. and it's just, there's nothing better than Patriots Day in New England and, and Patriots Day and, and just cranking out those little small towns all the way down. And, um, I'm, you know, eyes on the prize 2020. Two fit crazies. We're coming back. Yeah. 2020 vision. Yeah. Oh, it's the hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag twenty twenty vision and uh, I yeah I can't wait. I'm All right, get my crew back there. Let's do it. Hopefully everyone lives. I don't have to make the papers for carrying. Oh my limp gosh. bodies. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that. All right. With that said, everybody, uh, wrapping up an awesome recap episode ninety eight. We'll see you for ninety nine. And with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.